0: New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover. And you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. I want to take a second to tell you about a podcast I think you'll really like, Mayday.
1: Fears and Ends.
2: Here you are, Sunan. If you need more, just ask. And there's a larger carafe out here for water. I'll be back in a few minutes.
3: Thank you. You.
2: You cannot control me again.
1: I do not need to. My plans are bigger than you now. I wanted to bid you farewell. Nalira saw value in your survival, and you were of great interest during my earlier efforts. Thank you for your assistance, and goodbye. I think you. I think you are gone.
2: I request to speak with someone, officer. I'm going to kill you,
4: Ali. Close the elevator door. Close it. Close it, Ali. Opening the open door! be turned over She's to the on to she
1: can't she can't be brought be before you. the Imperium. The Imperium does not have an open warrant for Dr. Nulira Jiang an an Antui, as Dr. Jiang Antui is legally dead. Obviously, such lies!
4: Lawrence, please speak with her before.
5: Arnfiend, speak- please. We are all stuck here. And if you try to hurt. <sighs> Lawrence,
4: are you okay?
1: <sighs> I'm fine. There's no warrant because we were told she to had died. This is a lie, and she will be brought to the Imperial. Sergeant Lawrence, if you cannot stop Tin-Arn Fiend Stonin from harassing Nolira, I will. Lawrence, you
5: need to get her to stop. Fiend, the only reason you're alive is because Nolira convinced Ali to salvage your ship. If you harm Nolira, you and probably me too, we will never get off the Walton. I am a
2: prisoner here, and I will not permit her to go unpunished.
5: We're all stuck here. And if you don't stop, you will not be alive to return Janssen to your people.
2: You will wither in this husk on Wayne's finish line. If not your body, then your soul. <sighs> Lawrence, bring me to Janssen and my tin.
5: Of course. We'll take the freight elevator. Follow me.
2: She's is working with the broken ship to keep you here. And me as well. We must stop her and be freed.
5: It's not the ship. It's something more than that. But yes, I'm looking for a way out of this. For now, let's get you to the tin and to Jansen. This elevator will take us near the cold storage. I moved Yansen there during your time of recovery.
2: It is Jansen is
5: gone. Over here. Let me open it.
2: My dear Jansen, your eyes were just too bright for a life so short. (sighs) He had been my support arm for almost... since last run on, I believe... It was so difficult to train him to my tin. Everything they teach in ten for Shen is just so rigid. It's so antiquated. (laughs) Jansen didn't know what to do with such a new tin. But he learned. And always with a laugh.
5: I'm sorry for your loss.
2: I did not lose my life. Jansen did.
5: You lost out on more time with him
2: that is a strange way to view someone's death. (sighs) Jansen would have enjoyed meeting a human. He enjoyed your social entertainment broadcasts and was so young he never truly served in the war. His training was done by the time... By the time Ongoing finished set the Withering Upon Noon
5: I think I would have enjoyed meeting him, too. He sounds like he was a happy person. I'm glad the war never took him.
2: Get her to let me go. I will take Janssen's body to the slip line, and the technocracy will contact my ship. I must take him back. If she has the power to let me go, she must...
5: I think she'll try, but Allie has the power here. It can hear us even now. It's always listening.
2: I will put Jansen back into the tent to prepare for departure. The hold is small, but has always been built to hold two corpse boxes. One for each of us. And I will need one for Jansen.
5: I'm sorry, the translator didn't say that one right. It said corpse box, or it might not be something we have a direct translation for
2: a Gwyn a large sealed box with imperial inscription, to protect the corpse of the Fallen until it can be returned to the family. It is an important ceremonial object for when a member of the military falls.
5: We have Trenin caskets, and you can put Jensen in one of those until you find a Jyn Swinpin. They are sealed and cooled, so it will preserve him well. I'll get one. They're over in the room next door. Wait here.
2: I will take you home, and you will be buried with your family. It may take time, but I promise. I know you would have done the same for me. May all that you wished for in the next life come true. For those left here, we will mourn all that you did not fulfill. But climb mountains now, Jansen. They are more beautiful there than here.
5: Here's the casket. I can help you get him into it if you need help.
2: Thank you. I will need help. Hold his head and do not let him hit the side. Of course. <clears throat> the casket is smaller than it gets really clean, so it will fit in the tent storage. I will push him to the docking bay if you will lead the way.
5: I. I can lead you there with him, but if Ali does not open the doors, your tin will never be able to launch.
2: One action before another, Lawrence.
5: Right. This way.
2: My tin! It is not in such bad condition as I had feared, but it's still so sad to see it like this. I see I am lucky to have survived, given that Janssen did not. We both could have been lost.
5: Ali doesn't seem to lie too often, though what it does say is usually very upsetting. The maintenance report shows most of the automated repairs are complete. If not all of them. Not every repair appears to be a pre-programmed automation.
2: Ali was most likely correct. The tin would not be capable of reaching a distant imperial vessel, but it may only make it out of the local system, even that full speed. But this is only a ship. All it must do is get Jansen and I far up. Help me put the casket in the cargo hold. <laughs> Poor company. I am happy that I was rescued and that you were the first human that I met.
5: I'm glad you were still alive when the tin showed up on the scanner. <laughs> but you should restrain your thanks until you get free of this place. If you do.
2: Sergeant Lawrence, you appear worried.
5: The tin can't launch yet, but let's check the engine. If you can, get in and start the ship.
2: Of course I can, and I would like to as well. Be careful. Either stand there in the front, or climb up and wait on the wing. Do not approach the back of the tin exhaust. It is very dangerous.
5: I'll be on the wing so I can hear you. Please forgive me for what I think I have to do. If this works... If this works, you can be furious with me for eternity. I'm so sorry.
2: You would fly, not home. But far enough. If you can get the doors open, I will leave.
5: Fiend, there are 44,000 embryos on this ship that need to go back to the technocracy, Trennan and human. I need you to do me a favor, and you might honestly enjoy it.
2: I find that difficult to believe. You would be indebted to me, Sergeant Bimmernz.
5: A lot of people would owe you, Arnfine. A lot. At least 44,000 if this works. It is very important that you do not harm Nolira. But I have an idea. The only... Slim chance of an idea I can think of, and I need you to cause a scene.
2: Tell me what it means to... cause a scene.
5: Confront Nolira.
2: That I can do.
6: Incoming communication from the SMEC from Captain Park, Captain. Uh, One moment. Just remove the body to the Wave 5 and it'll be moved to a Bifrost fleet vessel in time. Put the SMEC through... Leslie, seeing the current situation and the hold of the Bifrost fleet, I thought your rank would have risen to Admiral.
2: If we had reached Corps and the Bifrost had begun its mission, then yes, I would have been promoted to Admiral and placed in charge of the First Corps fleet.
1: But as the situation stands, it's still Captain, although of many ships. But I'm here to discuss the theft of the embryonic vats. In what way? I want you to know that I will inform the Bifrost crew of the
2: loss of the bats before the first ship passes through the slip line. I understand this may lead to confusion and objection from members of my crew, and we will need to shuffle personnel who choose to remain until the affairs are dealt with. But now that we have full control, I believe the crew deserves to know. I'm currently choosing to
5: release only the information that the bats were lost during the destruction event. Till we have a better
6: handle of the situation, this is as much as I'm comfortable releasing. We will make adjustments. The choice to tell your crew is, of course, yours, but thank you for the forewarning. Please include this update in the data package you intend to send on from the slip line. only
7: moments now. The last of the bifrost auxiliary fleet is exiting the heliopause now.
1: We should have complete widespread control returned to each vessel within seconds. Do you to the of the radiation?
6: All of our Walton Auxiliary vessels have been free for about half an hour now, but as we agreed, no actions will be taken until we're sure of the total freedom of each fleet vessel. Thank
2: you,
1: Everett. We have not commenced any additional exploratory scans. Though now that we're receiving all standard incoming data, I can already confirm that the interplanetary medium is characteristic unique. I'm very excited at the prospects ahead. Three more
6: fleet vessels report exit in the Mars, Captain. Now, five remaining. Commander Grant, please have an all-wave command com prepared and summon wave 5 to approach for docking. Leslie, please send over the current working fleet evacuation order. We can make adjustments after you make your announcement. Walton auxiliary vessels will assist in the slip-line evacuation of all civilian vessels. The Walton was too large to utilize the slip-line. Is this also true for the CIMEC? Yes, the CIMEC will
1: not meet
2: the slip-line journey back but those on board will be transferred to vessels with available space for a safe slip-jump home. The cement can be said to return to the nearest Technocracy base automatically without command once we're done here, though I may leave the cement in states near the slip-line. You should now have the working evacuation order. Yes. Good. All slip-line ships appear to still be capable of making the jump. All Bifrost fleet vessels have crossed, sir. We have total control. I must address
6: my crew and prepare the data packet. We'll speak again very soon. Agreed. Open the all-wave comm. Opening now, Captain. Crew and guests of the OTV Walton, as we have now left the influence of the local system and its interplanetary medium, we have regained full control of our vessels. I am glad and relieved that not only have we endured these events with professionalism, but our sacrifice has led to the safe retrieval and rescue of each and every Bifrost Fleet vessel. Additionally, we have been able to seek out the detected pods of the Cyroi 7 successfully rescuing those we could, and recovering those who did not survive. While we are quickly approaching the Slipline Junction, our work here is not done. Each wave will remain here, helping to direct the evacuation of the civilian fleet. All Cyro 7 survivors must transfer to the Wave 5. You will in time be transferred to a Bifrost fleet vessel for your return to Technocracy space through the line. Additionally, I will reach out to the Technocracy directly following this announcement, and we will remain as the forward guard to face this ongoing act of terrorism. I understand that long-term habitation on the waves is difficult, and the overpopulation issues will be addressed after we receive assistance from Technocracy Forces. Please continue in the course of your duties and await further instructions. Prepare message recording for immediate slipline transmission. Destination Admiral Lau of the Technocracy Forces. Ready, sir. Admiral Lau, this is Captain Everett R. Sarpon of the now lost OTV Walton, long range scouting and patrol ship. You will receive additional messages from Captain Leslie Park of the now-lost OTV Bifrost, if you have not already. My previous reports on the status of the Bifrost were brief, but nonetheless devastating. Attached to this message is the data packet compiled by myself, Captain Park, our seconds, and Dr. Nyoto Jemis Memecha, lead science officer for the Bifrost. The embryonic vats that we had collected from the Bifrost wreckage alongside the Walton itself have since been taken from our custody under threat of violence and the extortion of life. This detail is not public knowledge. The Walton auxiliary vessels will remain at this slip line, along with the military vessels of the Bifrost fleet, until we receive orders of action. For now, we will proceed with the evacuation of the civilians of the Bifrost fleet. Further information on the phenomenon within this local system is currently being collected. End. Collected and ready for packet line, Captain.
3: Send. Send. And the wave five is doctor sir.
2: Captain, I am interested in what actions you believe the Admiral will take.
6: (sighs) This is an unprecedented event. Several. With all the information we've collected, the explanation of events, I believe we need to prepare for the possible arrival of Admiral Lau's fleet.
2: Well, as may seem in excess, these are confusing and distressing circumstances.
6: While I don't think it will be excessive... I worry it will do no good.
1: There was a wolf that for many passing suns, followed a flock of sheep across hills and fields. The shepherd kept a keen eye upon the beast, spying it in the distance as it prowled the edge of the flock. The shepherd was anxious as he feared the loss of his greatest rams, his finest ewes, and his new fresh lambs. But, as the days passed, the wolf made no attempts to harm any of the flock. Instead, the wolf took care to lead back a wandering stray, and the shepherd began to believe the wolf cared for the sheep. At last, the shepherd forgot the wickedness of the wolf, and spying the wolf among the sheep became a part of daily work. One bright day, the sun shone so hot, that the shepherd took leave of his flock to visit a nearby well the shepherd had forgotten the wolf among his flock when he had quenched his thirst the shepherd returned to find half of his flock slaughtered and the lambs carried off so it was and the shepherd knew how foolish he had been to trust a wolf
4: I will not make such a mistake
6: We'll have to order more of the enzyme bath solution I'll mark it for order
4: Only because things are going so well This is, what, Nolira The fourth, fifth successful run Fourth for sure (laughs) It's all over the forms
6: Lunch? Really? I don't know how you can stomach anything
4: I couldn't eat a morsel. Everything tastes like rot. Excuse me?
6: Yes, what? Dr. Wu, that's the taste. Fetted rot. <sighs> Just can't shake it.
4: Is it the chemicals? A side effect of exposure?
6: Welcome, Dr. Antwi, Dr. Jiang. Very nice to see you both again.
4: Oh, Dr. Antwi! How nice to see you. What? Ba, Ma. Don't forget me. Sorry I'm a bit late. Though I brought sweets. Connie, what are you all doing here? You never should have been allowed in here. How did you get past the guards?
3: Is that any way to greet your parents, Noli? Now, I'm starved.
4: Here, I've got plates for everyone. Want to cut the cake, Nolira? Nolira, cake? No. Sure. Just hand me a plate and the knife. It's so nice to see you all. You really didn't have to come all this way.
1: The lab looks so well-equipped. I would be jealous, but
3: I'm the kind of doctor who fixed people.
1: <laughs> and
4: you're quite the opposite.
3: I wonder how much all of this will cost. Aside from lies, of course. But we're not counting those.
4: I think there's enough cake for everyone. Oh, maybe I should have brought two. Mm, it, sh- it should be enough. Uh, thank you for thinking of us all the way out here. <gasps> oh, don't break them! I didn't bring enough for them to get shattered. No matter. My husband and I can share. Hand me a slice. Mama ni chinaga. Put it, put it down! Don't eat it. It's not cake. What are you going on about now, Nalira? You can't. Well. Now, there certainly won't be enough place to go
0: around. Just look at it. What are you talking about, Noli? This is all we have left now. All in preparation of your big accomplishment.
4: What are you talking about? I haven't done anything. We're still working on the project. Nothing is ready yet. And it's all just a fail-safe option, a
3: threat. (laughs) Mm.
4: Really, I'm surprised I can't even have an appetite with everything going on. Miriam, put it down! What a waste. Miriam's right, though. It's so hard to stomach a bite with you around, Olira. You smell like death. It's not me! It's the food! Stop eating! No, not just the smell. The disappointment, I think. The shame. What? Nothing's wrong yet. Nothing has to happen. We don't plan to use it, any of it.
3: It's okay, Nolira. We accept what you've become.
4: And what have I become? Death. Now hand me another slice. No one has died. We can shut it all down. <laughs> oh, Not a laugh. Not when I'm eating, Nolira. Yet,
0: Noli. No one has died. Yet. But it's inevitable.
2: I think I'll send out for that tea now that everyone is here.
0: No.
4: I'll go get it. You stay here. All of you, stay here. I think... this isn't right. Where's the lab? Miriam! Nolira! Ally? Ally, how do I get out of here? Come with me, Nolira. I I can't see you, Ally. How do I get out of here? This way, Nalira. Proceed up. Up? Wake up. Wake up, Nalira. How did she find out which room is mine? Why? Where's Lawrence? Sergeant Lawrence informed Arnfein Stonen of your location. What? Why?
1: Sergeant Lawrence is using Arnfein Stonen as a distraction.
4: Distraction? No, he's going to try something. Finn, stop. Where is Lawrence? You will me. You will not stop him. I'm not the one to worry about, Fien, and you're not the one I'm worried about. Ellie open the door. Where is Lawrence? Tell me. Sergeant Lawrence has attempted to interfere with
1: the progression of the emergency.
4: Not yet. He hasn't done so yet. He
1: has, Nolira. There are very few
2: righteous humans, and I'm glad that Sergeant Lawrence is one
4: of them. Ellie, open the door. I need to get to Lawrence! I can still stop him! Sergeant Lawrence has
1: already donned the EVA suit and proceeded to initiate his attempt. He has attempted to sever required communications cables for the engine core. Given his selected target, I now believe
4: his hope was to activate the fail-safe electromagnetic pulse. Open the door! I can stop him! Please, Allie! I can stop him! Fien! Fiend, go find Lawrence! Stop him! He's going to get hurt! He said he would say such things. Don't hurt him, Allie. Please don't hurt him. Let me see him. You appear fearful. Lawrence? But not of me. Lawrence? Hurry. Hurry. Please, Allie. Nothing will be permitted to interfere with the emergence. Sergeant Lawrence has been stopped. Him now. I can't. I can't.
3: Vast Horizon, Episode Twenty Five Fears and Ends, written and created by K. A. Stats. Produced with sound design by Travis Fengraf, mixed and mastered by Brandon Strader, with senior sound designer Dane Leonardson, and featuring executive producer Dennis Greenhill, starring Siobhan Lumston as Dr. Nolira Eck, Tanya Milojevic as Alane, A.R. Olivier as Sergeant Lawrence, Tienye Skarkson as Arnfinn Stonen, David Alt as Captain Sarpon, Lonnie Manila as Commander Gron, Daniel Demerin as Sunson on room L. Jeffrey Moore as Captain Park. Peter Joseph Lewis as Ken and Trun, and Benjo Zaharlawa as Dr. Nyoto Jemisin Mametya, also featuring Travis Vengroff, Nirana Bauman, Sophie Yang, Yuan Chung, Jordan Cobb, Rob Harrison, and Sam Yao. The title theme, Adrift, was written by Brandon Boone, arranged by Stephen Malin, and performed by the Budapest Scoring Choir. Translations were provided by Sophie Yang and Hannah Kuirikia. This episode would not be possible without the support of our listeners on Patreon. Please consider supporting our show at patreon.com and foolandscholar or by sharing this show with a friend. This production is copyrighted 2021 by Fool and Scholar Productions, and Vast Horizon is a trademark of Caitlin Stats. Thank you for listening.